time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Red, red, red. It was a good uh, two-hour meeting last up. night. Oh, two hours, eh? Committee of the whole meeting. Who's chairing? It is now the one, uh, the only. Ah, some of the uh, oh, maybe no. um, <laughs> under the some of the um, misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> Not an edited clip. Uh, that is a pure 13-second clip there. Alderman McMiniman is the chair of the committee of the whole. Oh, boy. Uh, and uh, he starts off by asking the treasurer to give us an update on uh, how we're doing with the cash in, you know, in the bank and um, you know, how much we actually have on hand and so on. The corporate fund in the beginning of the month of January had a balance of $14,106,516. We took in total receipts of $9,129,122. $9,129,122. The corporate fund had total disbursements in the month of January of $7,806,242. And our ending balance in the month of January in the corporate fund was $15,429,396. Uh, that concludes my report, Chair McMiniman. There you go. Thank you, Madam Chair. <laughs> he said Madam Chair was the Treasurer Busher. Yeah. Uh, so he, was, he elevated. He ended right. up correcting himself. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's, uh, let's, we got a bunch to get to today, Ray. Uh, okay. We'll be talking <laughs> pot. I love when we talk pot. We'll be talking Lake Two. Oh, I love I love when we talk Lake. And we'll be talking pensions. Not so much a fan of those. All right, let's start off with uh, ordinances up for consideration. By agreement between the City of Springfield and Sugar Creek Public Water District through December thirty first, twenty fifty, for the Office of Public Utilities. So essentially, we're going to have a contract to provide water to Sugar Creek. Where's Sugar Creek? Hey, that's a great question. I mean, it's got to be nearby. Sugar Creek Water District. Hmm. Sugar Creek Water District. Um, Sugar Creek South. Um, uh, looks like uh, it's over in the Rochester area. Oh, well, good. Good for them. So uh, They made a smart move. I can tell you, I lived in Chatham when they got away from it, and it was not a smart move. Uh, so uh, Sugar Creek Water District going to be getting a contract with the city of Springfield for water. Uh, but Alderman McMiniman has some questions. If the city goes into debt to build a second lake, will those debt charges be prorated somehow so that the users uh, of Sugar Creek Public Water District will bear some of the cost of the second lake? Yes, that's part of the calculation. Okay. Yes. Is that Ted Meckes? That's Ted Meckes. Hmm. So... Whatever contract we got, if uh, we go in to get a backup water supply with Hunter Lake or Lake 2, uh, and we go into debt for that, because likely we would go into debt for that, uh, then, you know, the other contracted uh, municipalities or water districts that get water from Springfield, they would be paying for some of that debt service uh, moving forward. So just something to chew on. Uh, let's, uh, we'll revisit Lake 2 a little bit later on. Actually, Alderman McMinniman gives a bit of a history about all the different uh, uh, water usage studies there have been over the past, like, 60 years. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna want to hear this. It's as as much as we complain about all the studies, all the studies. Uh, I think you're really gonna appreciate that. So stay tuned. That's later on in the meeting. But we get into pensions next with an ordinance that Alderman McMiniman once uh, brought up for consideration. Zero five seven, an ordinance regarding contributions to the police and fire pension funds. Move for discussion. 
So we'll hear more about what exactly this does, um, but you've got uh, one of the uh, trustees from the pension for firefighters there to discuss Yeah, my name's William Carmine. Um, I'm a trustee on the Springfield Firefighters uh, Pension Fund Board. So Carmine gives a history of the funding ratio from audits back in the 90s, he says. Listen to just how drastically changed the funded ratio is for Springfield Firefighter Pension Fund. This was from an evaluation done by Goldstein and Associates, Associates uh, dated February 28, 1993. So 92.5% we were funded. Nice. The most recent actuarial evaluation conducted by the City of Springfield's actuary, Lauderback and Amon LLP, indicates our funded ratio at 42.46%. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hmm. So we went from 92.5% in 93 we should have stayed with that Goldstein and Associates. And then and then the most recent audit, we've got 42.46% funded. Mm. That's huge. What's happened since then? Well, a variety of things. Uh, you know, people uh, make more in retirement. They retire early. Uh, you got Tier 1 getting 3% compounded interest on top of that. You've also got the uh, city, you know, been... Uh, other benefits that are offered to retirees like health care and so on that adds to the costs. Uh, you've got uh, you know, pension sweeteners that have been added on since the 90s. Uh, you've got uh, a variety of different things that add into this. Plus, the city, with its funding uh, ratio, uh, there's a calculation that's called the um, assumed rate of return on investments. All right. And that's what this particular ordinance deals with. So McMiniman wanted the uh, firefighter guy up there to talk a bit about this uh, and how, you know, much the funding ratios changed over time. And part of that is because the city does not put in enough to make up for a shortfall in the revenue from investment returns. You follow Mm. me? Yeah. So if we project that we're going to get 10% investment returns, the city budgets for that. And they don't put in the actual money they have on hand because they think they're going to get 10% of investment returns. But when that investment return comes back at 4%, then the city's taxpayers have to make up that gap. Mm-hmm. So it's a shortfall, essentially. So what Alderman McMiniman's wanting to do, and he's talked about this since he got in office, he wants to change the assumed rate of return. Ordinance that states this ordinance lowers the assumed rate of return used to determine the city's required contributions to the police and fire pension funds for fiscal year 2022, which would be a year from now. The city shall use an expected investment rate of return of 6.75%. And for fiscal 2023, the city shall use an expected rate of return of 6.5%. So what that means is each year the city is going to be putting more into the pension funds and relying less on some number that people say is made up. (laughs) You know, because when they go into the budget season... They say, oh, we expect we're going to get 17% or something. They're going to get a bunch of money from their uh, investment returns for the pension funds, which means they don't have to put as much tax dollars in. When that investment return doesn't come back as projected and it's lower, then the city's taxpayers have to make up that difference. Hmm. So it's a pension shortfall again. We need to make better investments. Well, and, and, and that's something that McMiniman brought up here. And in the meanwhile, we had a basically a raging bull market for 10 years. So when you, when you look at what, what happened in 2010, you would think that everything would have gotten better for municipalities. In 2010, you had um, Tier 2 created. You had uh, a variety of other types of reforms that were meant to help cities out. Um, you know, they, they extended the ramp to, to, to get to... 
a better payment level, only 90 percent by 2040, and we had a bull market, and they created tier two. But what's happened instead? Um, we haven't made any improvements, and in fact, our debt load to the police and fire pensions has basically doubled from 10 years ago, it was roughly $175 million to $350 million. Well, who makes the determinations of what we invest in? Is it the treasurer? Uh, the pension board does. But now, mm. you've got that consolidation that happened, where 650 police and fire pension funds were consolidated into two. So now only two funds are going to be investing. Now all the funds are segregated. Springfield's money is still Springfield's money. It's not going to be commingled, so to speak. But by I combining keep, all those funds, it gives them a better rate of return. I keep hearing how it's the greatest economy in history. Yeah, it is. The, the, stock, the, the stock exchange has never been better. It's the greatest in history. Why aren't we making money? Well, and it's the same question for the state as well. And if you look at other uh, funds from across the country, uh, you know they're doing well. And uh, they are benefiting from the boom in the stock market. Uh, Illinois and Springfield are benefiting from the stock market, but not as much for some reason. And I, that has a lot to do with investments. That has a lot to do with overhead. That has a lot to do with the cost of investments. Uh, maybe it also has to do with the fact that Illinois has 3% compounded COLA for uh, retirees, uh, which know, makes pension millionaires out of people know, who retire uh, at the age of 55. And I hear that Bernie Madoff might get out of We might want to put oh him boy. in charge. He's, he makes good investments oh from, what I, from what I hear. I don't know a lot about the stock market. Uh, something else that uh, they talked about last night outside of uh, pot, and uh, we'll again revisit Lake 2. Um, the budget. Budget starts in March for the city of Springfield. So here we Can't are. wait for those meetings. We're, well, those meetings have already happened. Oh. And they had a meeting last night, the Committee of the Whole. Mm-hmm. And they had the budget plan in front of them. And uh, they opened it up for public comment. Mm-hmm. No public comment, none. That's how they like it. They they said, okay, we're gonna we're gonna uh, recess this meeting of the committee of the whole. We're gonna open it up to public comment for the next two minutes. We're gonna open it up. Nobody anybody, shows up and they can't they move. Anybody want to make any public comment? Yeah. Nobody wants to make any public comment. We're gonna close the public comment yeah. period, and then we're gonna move back into. <laughs> That's how you do it. You make sure the public doesn't know you're well, having they knew. public comments. I mean, comments it was, it was published. It was published in the uh, local paper, so, I mean, it was there. But the public comment's going to be available next week as well when they go to pass the budget, but they also had a bunch of amendments to get to. We'll talk about those amendments coming back from the break here with the Council Roundup. Let's get back into it. What do you say? Yeah, here's what I say. All right, so it's the Council Roundup. Last night, Committee of the Whole, two hours long. I'm ready to talk pot. Alderman uh, Joe McMiniman was the chairperson of the oh boy so you knew pensions were discussed yeah uh, he had a, a measure uh, to do that there was there, a, there's a month every year where we spend a lot of time yeah. with pensions in those committee the whole meetings and uh, you know it's around budget time which is what they got into last night so they opened up for public comments for the budgets nobody spoke during the public <laughs> moment of the uh, the budgeting process uh, I would imagine there may be people there to talk about it next week. But before they even get to that, they had a bunch of amendments. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go through these. Each sponsor of the amendment speaking up. Here's Alderwoman DeCenso on an amendment that she has proposed. Um, this is in regards to the Urban Forestry Commission requesting $200,000 to plant new trees. Wow. Um, well, I would love to see that amount and that number of trees planted. I don't think it's a, a realistic number uh, in the budget for this time. So I'm asking for $50,000, which if that's $200 per tree, we're talking about 250 trees. And she says that's plenty for right well, now. Well, what's it? What's it? T- I mean, what's it take to plant two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to plant trees? Wow! So she's she wants to change that to just fifty grand. <laughs> so 
Uh, Even fifty grand. Yeah, that's how long a lot would of money. it take? Put a dig a hole, put a seed in. Good lord! <laughs> Give me a hoe and ten grand, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll plant some trees for you. There you go. Uh, Alderwoman Conley has an amendment. This amendment um, seeks to uh, eliminate the new proposed new position of assistant director of human resources. Um, I have some amendments coming later this week that will. Uh, Propose some suggested other uses for those funds. So we're going to have even more amendments on top of that one. Oh. Um, Alderman Proctor has an amendment. He wants to move some money around from, I believe, the uh, Visitors and Conventions Fund. So my proposal was to take $50,000 of that, allocate it for a grant to the Kidzium for operation support and marketing support. And then the other 50000 is going to come from Oak Ridge Cemetery, a chunk of that hotel motel money, because uh, also the... The um, oh, what's that fund called? The Dow Mark or Bill? Help me out. The uh, Dow, Care. Dow Care Fund is substantially better positioned than it was a couple years back, and so they are taking money from that to fund operations for Oak Ridge. Yeah, Billy. So a hundred thousand dollars essentially, fifty from one fund, fifty from another fund. They want to give that to Kidzium. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you remember when we talked about giving money to the Kidzium mm-hmm. and there were people yeah, like, we, you know. We have, discussed it, we have discussed it before. Yeah, like, you know, they need to be self-sustaining. Yeah. They, they shouldn't be hitting up uh, taxpayers for more and more money. We were told and, they were going to be self-sustaining. They yeah. better put a water slide and something in there to get some interest. Yeah. Um, but to get some interest, uh, Alder Woman Turner says they need to step up and, uh, you know, do more to get that interest. Before... I'm able to vote on this. I would really like to see some kind of plan on what, how this hundred thousand dollars would be used, and and some kind of projection on the what what kind of change that would mean in their operations. And she said there needs to be more minority involvement, a change of the culture to get it more minority orientated, so that it could attract that section of the population and attract all people and. Uh, so she just wants to see a concrete plan before $100,000 goes to the Kidzium. Good so for her. I'm sure we'll hear more about that. Another one from Alderwoman Conley. This is an amendment to um, increase um, funding to the police department to accelerate their vehicle replacement program. And there was a good conversation in that about how um, they want to make sure that the cops who are on the streets get the new cars, not management who uses their cars to just drive back and forth from the office to wherever. Yeah. You know, we need the, the beefed up, awesome, brand new cars that to are going to be the running. people that are actually chasing criminals. Right. They're going to be running 24-7 because you know they're on all the time. Yeah. Uh, they need those new cars. So there was an emphasis on ensuring that any new vehicles that Springfield Police purchases doesn't go to management. Yeah. Uh, it needs to go down to the street level guys first and then handed up to management uh, whenever new vehicles come in instead of the other way around where management gets it first and then hands it down to the guys on the street. I, I, wanna, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and there seemed to be a consensus Don't on that. Don't management farting up all the cars <laughs> all the, rooting all the new cars. Oh, jeez. They gotta uh, get some kind of contract with Recon. They can take the farts out. There you go. <laughs> uh, another one uh, was proposed by Springfield Police, but the chief wasn't there, so uh, Budget Director McCarty talked about this amendment. Yeah, sometime after the original budget was proposed, we found out that state funding that had been previously paid for some of the training of our cadets that come in is in jeopardy. And since we have a hiring on the horizon here in the near future, we wanted to ensure that money was in the budget to do that training. 
certainly it'll be nice if we end up getting some of that state, but that can be counted on right now. So that's the purpose of this amendment, Chair, yeah. Mr. Chair. There you go. So uh, surely we'll hear more about these amendments next week, and hopefully we'll get some public comments as well. Just got a text uh, over a million dollars to Kidzium from the city. Oh, my God. That's a lot of money. I mean, listen, I, I mean, we might as well just take it over. Just have it be a city function. Well, listen, here you could also get Move the some... guys from CWLP over to the kids. <laughs> you, you, listen, could, you, you... could you imagine having the guys who are, you know, <laughs> who are used to dealing with coal and they're huge dudes, I'm sure, and they're, you know, beefy and ready to rock and roll and do all kinds of heavy lifting, and they go over to kids to... Welcome to Kidzium. <laughs> Don't leave any marks. Oh, boy. I just maybe come up with something that kids want to see. Yeah. Something the kids want to, you know, that would help. Yeah. It's, uh, so you've got that. Uh, uh, aldermen are going to be uh, toiling over and looking at the amendments and possibly even offering more amendments before they ultimately pass the budget next week. Uh, again, the budget starts March 1st, so they're on a deadline to get it done. Coming back, uh, we will talk pot shops. Quite a bit of conversation about a measure to limit the number of pot stores in Springfield. And we'll limit. also... We want to limit. What the limiting? Yeah, and then we'll also hear um, a pretty uh, good detailed analysis of all of the different water usage studies that have happened for the past Well, you know, we talked about this last, last, last time we met yeah. uh, for the council roundup. I said, I go, why do they just take one of the other studies? They've, yep. they've literally done a million of them. Well, uh, your suspicions and my suspicions about these studies, I think, will be proven whenever uh, McMiniman kind of uh, lays it all out there on the table. So stay tuned for that. It's on the way with the Council Roundup. Oh, yeah. Time for more Council Roundup. Now it's time Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Yeah. I thought this was so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Something else I need to um, correct real quick. Yes. Uh, that money for Kidzium. Uh-huh. Uh, so some of it would come from Oak Ridge funds. Uh, other funds would come from the 1% hotel tax. Uh, wait, no. It's coming from two different funds. Mm-hmm. I said it, some of it was coming from the Convention of Visitors Bureau budget. That is not the case. Mm-hmm. So just got a correction on that. Thank you mm-hmm. for city officials for listening. <laughs> yes, thank you. I get my phone gets blown up all uh, council roundup long with uh, people either chiming in on stuff or giving a little bit more context or even in. Uh, please do correct me if I get something wrong. Definitely don't want to mislead anybody. But uh, uh, yeah, so back to the uh, meeting last night. After they uh, decided to uh, look at a bunch of amendments to the budget, and that'll be something they vote on next week for the full city council, Mm -hmm. uh, they talked pot shops last night. Yeah, man. And in particular, a measure from uh, the mayor that would limit the number of pot stores in in Springfield to just five or uh, only one per ward. So... um, for instance, Ward Three couldn't have more than one pot store. Uh, how does how many does it have now? That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd have to look at a map. Uh, but I mean, listen, we've only got uh, you know two medical dispensaries. One is also a recreational facility. Uh, that's also going to be allowed. Recre- these are just recreational facilities. He's talking about. Or? Well, in, in the state law, uh, it sets out right now. Um, there's only a certain number of dispensaries that can be had for a given region. And um, so state law ultimately is what dictates. Well, what this. about shouldn't it? 
shouldn't it talk about owners and not? I mean, because one dispensary could own five places. Yeah. I mean, Ascend Illinois is going to have, they've got HCI, Illinois Supply and Provisions, and they're going to have that facility um, uh, on the other side of town as well. So there's two right there with one owner. Yeah. I mean, so it, here's here's Corporation Council Zirkel kind of laying out what this, uh, what this proposal does. My memory is that the original one restricted it to five, but not one per ward. Uh, the original amendment, I believe, uh, restricted number of total number of CPUs to five, in part that was based on the uh, discussion that took place, if you recall, that the state licensing process would probably limit it to four or maybe five. So it was to put a cap on that. This further addresses not more than one per ward. Alderman McMiniman's on board with this idea. Entertain sending this to the Zoning Commission just to get their point of view on this. You know, it might be favorable, it might be unfavorable, but at least it allows them to make a recommendation to the City Council. But Alderman Turner uh, said that, you know, this seems to smack of some kind of bias against this legal industry. Hmm. And she said that, you know, we don't treat other industries like this. And she lays them out. We don't tell... uh Rest individuals that want to uh, go into the restaurant business where they can locate their restaurant. We don't tell people who want to go into um, the retail business where they can locate their uh, business. We don't tell people who want to open a, uh, a, a bar where they can locate their business. So why are we treating this business and these investors any differently than we are any other business? Because it's pot. Because it's pot. That's a good good point. Well, I mean, listen, the city does have to give approval for liquor licenses, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think that they name the last four they didn't allow. Right. I I I don't think they explicitly say you know you can't set it up here or there or there or here. I know there's been concerns about drive-through liquor places. Uh, there's also concerns about where liquor places can go close to a church or a school and so on. So there are some restrictions that way. But, but yeah, definitely not nearly as restrictive as this would provide is saying that if, you know, Ward 10 can't have more than one cannabis store. Or Ward 3 and can't have way, more than one. by the way, if you can have one in every ward, that means you could have 10 of them. I mean, well, and that's jobs and that's revenue coming into the yeah, city. And, and that's, and, uh, you know, people uh, that are going to be taking advantage of and it. I don't and, know if, if they're going to be using old buildings like yeah. uh, they've used so far, yeah. or maybe they're going to be build a brand new one. Well, we'll see. We um, can use that. Alderwoman well. Desenso chiming in on this. Okay. Well, once again, we are stigmatizing something that is legal. This is a legal product, you can go buy it. Um, pretty soon you're going to be able to go sit in a 9,000 square foot lounge and consume it. And I feel like we're having the same conversation over and over and over at the city council regarding cannabis. Yeah, I want to smoke Whether you some like it or not, there. it's legal. And in the first month of sales in the state of Illinois, it brought in yeah, $40 million dollars yeah. in one month. So yeah. That was a gross sales, I believe. It doesn't matter. People made that money. Yeah, people made that money. I want to smoke some weed with Chris and Descenzo. If you like cannabis, don't use it. I don't like whiskey, so I don't drink it. I want to be smoking with the squad. (laughs) Smoking with the squad. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's a good point she makes here. If you don't like cannabis, don't use it. Yeah. I don't like whiskey, so I don't drink it. What if you you like both cannabis and whiskey? Mm, Smoking with squad. That's what Mm. then you... Dip your what joint. If, what if you dip your joint into some uh, bourbon? What if you like a nice whiskey smoked cannabis? Oh, 
Oh, that's oh. <laughs> more from dissent. I think we need to just knock it off with all this cannabis hullabaloo. It's done. It's over. Let's move it along. Is that a new flavor, cannabis hullabaloo? I gotta try some of that. I love it. I'd like, I'd like, give me a ounce of uh, cannabis hullabaloo, please. <laughs> I think we need to just knock it off with all this cannabis hullabaloo. It's done. It's over. Let's move it along. If you don't like cannabis, don't use it. I don't like whiskey, so I don't drink it. Yeah, boy. Do marijuana with McMenamin. It's from the bong. Hit a doobie. Oh, what descends Here's Corporation Council Circle. The additional about trying to... Uh, address it not more than one per ward was to make sure that there it was not being clustered in a certain area. Sure. And, and, that, and that's all very straight. The- yeah. So um, yeah. we heard from Alderwoman uh, Conley as well. Uh, she was opposed to this idea. Alderman McMiniman jumping in. He mentioned how, um, and I'm just trying, I'm looking at the time here. Uh, he mentioned how Decatur doesn't have it, Chatham doesn't have it, and he worried that Springfield is, you know, we heard. Like well, there come there, there. People are coming here to Springfield to buy it. Right. We'll, 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 you guys will take the the tax money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and put it into the pension funds. You'll take the tax money. So yeah. shut up. Uh, more from Alderwoman Desenso, who uh, admits that she's gone to the dispensary. You know, I, I think we all know our own wards well enough to know where this will go and where this won't go. If you have not been to the dispensary. Go. It is not what you think it is. I went and stood in line there. I was one of the youngest people there. I saw teachers. I saw school principals. I saw. um, Yeah. Yeah, I actually do. But I, but I promise not to divulge. They actually said I didn't see you here. I said yes, you did see me here. I said, but I didn't see you here, Uh, because because it's still stigmatized. Because I'm smoking with the squad. Smoking with the squad. Smoking with the squad. I'm going to do a blunt with uh, Alderman Turner. <laughs> Cannabis with Conley. Right. Cannabis with Conley. Some like, doobies um, with DeSanzo. McMiniman again in the, in the mix. The younger buyers are buying on the black market still because they can't af- afford the prices at the dispensary. Mm, it's because the prices at the dispensary also include what? 40% tax. So- How does Joe know what people are going <laughs> the mayor uh essentially uh, equates uh his concerns to the concerns he has about uh gambling machine proliferation uh so yeah, i'll kind of just put that there uh again in the interest of time i want to hear uh, some other voices here's alderman gregory about uh what he uh believes is you know springfield's doing it right and then he also talks about uh, decatur as well here it is younger people and people from where i come from you know still buy on the black market we don't want to go to the dispensary because it, it just gives you a weird feeling, you know, for something that's legal. You know, it, it's, it's not. And, and that comes from, you know, things that we say, you know, things that, that we just keep hammering it like, like it's just the worst thing on earth. Yeah. And I know people that's doing a lot more worse things that, that we, we look past every day. Oh, yeah. The more that we responsibly um, add avenues for, for people to enjoy and partake is, is us being responsible as a city. Um, I definitely don't want over over proliferation or, or too many in any one area, but I think that's what um, our community does partake in a lot more than not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Ward 2, people wouldn't be going to illegal places to buy it if they allowed Ward 2 to get a local owner to open a dispensary. Well, and that's on the way, I'm sure. 
Uh, and and I would imagine it's going to take a while for prices to come down. Build up some bad property from over there. Yeah. Build it up. Put a nice dispensary in. Oh, that's that. Uh, what about a, what about a craft growing? operation too i mean that would create tons of jobs as well out there that that it is legal and that they can just go buy it for real it's it's, it's like a waking up from a dream for you know honestly so you know i, I think uh, you know as a council you know we got to keep uh you know setting milestones and and and, and doing what we've done that community is upset decatur is upset he says that community is upset yeah, they're upset for be. multiple reasons. They're upset because there's there's, there's individuals that have, to drive to that have to one drive here. They can't get in the business, and 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 you know a, a young young person, African American, that that you know they're, they're so ready to get into it. They don't have an opportunity indicator. They're fuming. Yeah. And, and and here in Springfield, I think we've done a wonderful job with it. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a pretty good uh, good Listen, point there. He's right. Have a young African American get an African American that can open up a dispensary yeah. in Ward Two. People won't buy it illegally. Well, and then in Decatur, go there they'll support got, it. Decatur, you've got investors who can't invest over there in that community. Yeah, because Decatur said no. We should let them come here. Well, that probably are. Um, Build up some nice dispensary. Yeah. All right, um, so you that was that conversation. I just can't believe we don't have one on MacArthur. Yeah. There's another area. Well, and here's the thing. Five oh, years from now, there will be more dispensary licenses that the state releases. I, one official said that there could be a cap of 500 dispensaries across the state. Wow. Right now, there's like 50. Hmm. So um, by the time this is all said and done, yeah, I think uh, and part of it deals with ending the stigma on cannabis usage as well. Uh, which there's still that stigma out there that for some reason people think that there's going to be zombies walking up and down the street drooling on themselves. This isn't heroin. Yeah. This isn't fentanyl. This is a plant that grows and you dry it and you smoke it or you put it into some kind of cookie or something. I want to smoke some weed with Kristen DeCenzo and Sean Gregory. Maybe we can talk about Lake 2 when that happens. Here's Alderman McMiniman now, uh, and this is the last bit we're going to play. On Um, Lake 2 is where I want to smoke. Talking about uh, uh, all of the different (laughs) studies that have happened uh, over the past uh, few few decades, and uh, there's a common theme here. Basically, we've had six water usage studies. Good Lord. Beginning in... 1965. The first one was Crawford, Murphy, and Tilly. Before I was born. Projected (laughs) that there'd be a 50% increase of water usage within 20 years. Then in 1972, we had another water usage study. It said that it was a 25-year forecast. We'd have a 100% increase. (laughs) Um, It never happened. The first projection never happened. The third water usage study was in 1980. By Crawford, Murphy, and Tilly. It was a 20 cast. It projected our water usage would increase 40%. It never happened. Our water usage remained flat. In 1986, under Mayor Houston, we had a, a water usage study. It was a 40 year forecast that we'd get to 33 million gallons per day. We never got there. We just remained on roughly 20. 23 million gallons per day. So essentially the theme is all these water studies have said that we're going to see drastic increases in the uses of water. Never happened. Hmm. Water usage has remained flat. And he made a point. He said if we shut down CWLP plants, then you're going to use even less water. I guarantee, I guarantee they're going to commission another study. I oh, yeah. No, he I said, he, well, he said, well, we're guarantee close. Guarantee it's going to happen. It's been five years since the last water study, so we're going to have to do another uh, one. All right. All right. So there you go. That's your council, that's your council roundup. That's a council night. roundup.